Oh, God. Let me get into here. This spooky cabin in the woods. Lock all these locks behind me. God. What a scary month it's been. Pursued mercilessly by horror villains, ghouls, ghosts, macabre uh, 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 apparitions and, and unkillable uh, uh, steamrollers, juggernauts of death. All because of my unwillingness to do Halloween-themed episodes of my podcast. Hey, I don't want to do anything that interacts with holidays this year. I'm done with holidays. The latter four months of the year have brought me nothing but grief in my entire life. I'm, I'm sick of them. The universe didn't take kindly to that, turns out. Final destination, excuse me, final destination-like... It appears all of the unconscious forces of evil have directed themselves towards me at the same time. Every time I get close to someone, they're, they're, they're murdered. I've been driven out to this cabin in the woods. It's the only way I could, it's the only way I could escape my, my, my pursuers. You might be wondering, have I turned into one of those sexy guys from the end of a horror? You know, how it's, you know, like the the end of a horror movie, the 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 guy or or lady who is uh, who is pursued by the killers has often been like divested of some of their clothes and covered in like dirt and grime, and they've been made really like beautiful and sexy. That's not that I'm. I just look like regular. <sighs> Let me check the windows here. You know, my commitment to podcasting was so great that I, a lesser podcaster would have said, all right, okay, I'm going to just, uh, I'm going to, I'm going to fold up, close up shop. I'm going to, or I, or worse yet, capitulate some sort of horror episode of my podcast. Not me. I'm not going to do that. Not at all. What was that? Oh God, you guys. Oh. I'm sorry, just a little bit on edge, but my commitment to you, my my loving audience. You know, I know that we've, I know I've kept you at our, an arm's length, but 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 it's gonna it's gonna be. Oh, I'm not. Oh man, we're friends now. We're all friends. We're all we're all uh, we all. Um, uh, oh my God, soon it's gonna. You guys are gonna leave me like everyone else. Ha 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 ha. All right. Okay. Cool. It. Um. So let's talk about the happy time murders. That's why we're, that's why we're all here, right? <laughs> You've been like, you were like, I just want a podcast where I get to t hear about that movie that I likely didn't know existed. If you lived in New York, if you took the G, hey, if you took the G train, <laughs> you may have seen posters for the happy time murders um, starring Melissa McCarthy and a puppet. But first of all, wait, so I have a, I have one thing that I need to do first of all. Um, which is apologize for last week. Every episode of Toxic Podcast begins. Did I introduce what Toxic Podcast is? Do I have I forgotten to do my logline again? Okay, hang on, hang on a second. Let me just get my. You know, I've been on the run for so long. I was, uh, Michael Myers tried to kill me. I was almost uh, what, what 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 I, I attacked by a Cerberus. Um, uh, 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 Bellatrix Lestrange, <laughs> the the Anacondas from Anacondas, Hunt for the Blood Orchid. It's oh, exhausting, but uh, and I got ratioed. We're not going to talk about it. 
but but so uh, toxic podcast. Let's okay okay. So toxic podcast. It's my podcast that I host alone. I wouldn't wish it on anyone else. <laughs> Does anyone find that line funny? It's like every time I give my logline idea, it's my podcast that I host alone. I wouldn't wish it on anyone else. I should get that printed up on t-shirts. I should be one of those people who no one buys my t-shirts, but I'm constantly wearing t-shirts that I clearly spent money to have printed. All right, all right, all right. So this is my podcast that I host alone. I, I wouldn't wish it on anyone else. Where I consume and process toxic media. Toxic media, that's a genre I invented myself. It's any form of content that regardless of its quality is genuinely emotionally exhausting or taxing to consume. We have to apologize for last week. Every episode of Toxic Podcast should begin with an apology for last week. It needs to become part, it needs to once again become part of the 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 uh, DNA of this podcast. So let's try to, let, I'm, I will try to form that habit. Uh, and I, but I, it was foremost in my mind this week because uh, I listened back to the Criminal Lines episode and ugh, there's, there's a section of that episode where I start saying things like, I read a book about trauma once <laughs> and I make like crazy sweeping generalizations about like abuse and trauma and and why and 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 what what things mean about you know like what trauma you know I I'm not a trauma specialist <laughs> <laughs> I, you know, I obviously there needs, there's, I, I have a podcast and I, the, you know, the experiences in my life uh, belong to me, <laughs> but I'm not, you know, I'm not an expert. I'm an idiot and I'm, I'm, I'm flawed. And I, uh, you know, I, if I've said, if I, yeah, if I just said anything that made anyone feel not great, Hey, I'm really sorry about that. And feel free to let me know about stuff like that. You know, I, um, I, I I encourage interaction, R.E. this podcast. I encourage people suggesting episodes, and if you want to talk to me about an episode, you you are welcome to. <laughs> uh, I I try to come at this from uh, an, a, a position of good faith, and so I'll take I will take good faith interactions as such. Um, <sighs> but sorry, yeah, sorry about sorry about being like who? Maybe everyone got abused as a child. Jesus Christ, I'm an idiot. Uh, um, sorry, yeah, I just what a what a doof. Um, but so I got ratioed, and and we're not gonna talk about it. And uh, thank you to Jordan for suggesting the Happy Time Murders. The Happy Time Murders is God. This is such a classic toxic artifact. Like. Everything about this movie is so toxic. This is such a good suggestion. And this is why I want interaction on this. Like, I don't know if I would have re ever really gotten to this. I don't know if I would have ever had the idea to talk about the Happy Time Murders. And it's great to talk about this because I obviously, it's October, and I didn't want to talk about, you know, like, uh, I didn't want to talk about a horror movie. What was that? Hey, did you guys hear some sort of, some sort of deathly calling? Hang on a second. Let me, let me peer out the, it's a ghastly raven. The the villain of that Edgar Allan Poe poem. <laughs> is the is the raven the villain of the raven? Well, we could maybe I'll do the raven on next week's toxic podcast. I, I would never do that because I would never do a Halloween themed podcast. There's not going to be any ho no holiday stuff. There's the, the holidays are not happening. We on Toxic Podcast are going to stay focused on 
I'm doing professional toxic podcasts, doing good work, protecting ourselves from, 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 you know what? Actually, it, it occurs to me we might have to escape. It, if my hideout has been compromised in this way, I'm going to have to, yes, hang on, hang on one second. Um, shit, I wish I'd queued up a different sound cue for this. <laughs> okay, I'm out, I'm opening the trap door and I'm, I'm getting down into the, into the basement uh, running through a series of tunnels. <sighs> and finally, I, I pull, I, I push a, like a, one of those, uh, what, what are the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles? They, uh, uh, um, what are they? A manhole cover. <laughs> I push out a manhole cover. I climb out onto the street and then uh, I wade into a, into a, a scary marsh. So now that we're, now you and I are, are get, we'll get on your hip waders because we're going to go into the marsh. Um, the Happy Time Murders is a, a classic toxic artifact. Do you like my frame today? It's a classic toxic artifact. Everything about it is so, so let's do it. Let's just eat a big, let's eat us a big plate of this movie. It was made by Brian Henson, Jim Henson's son. So, mm, oh God, I don't, mm, Okay. This movie is, you might, you might have seen it. If you took the G train, you might have seen the posters, Melissa McCarthy and a puppet. Um, and, and right off the bat, I thought this movie starred Melissa McCarthy and a puppet. This movie stars the puppet. Melissa McCarthy is like a distant supporting second. There's lengthy stretches of this movie that is just this puppet sometimes just the puppet alone on screen like delivering like voiceover exposition and hard-boiled like hacky detective monologues because here's what happy time murders is it is a combination of two of the most brain liquefying non-concepts i have ever heard in my life yeah let's i'm just i'm, I'm i'll be petty i'll be mean I don't care right now. The The idea of like, oh, it's like puppets, but then like they do like adult things. That's like an idea that was already bad the first time it was done. <laughs> and then on top of it, so it's 2018 when this movie comes out. Did this movie come out this? No, it was last year, right? This movie came out in 2018. There's, there's modern fascism in America. And I don't, I mean, that's not, like, I don't mean to be glib about that, but, like, it's not, you know, and there's also, I mean, I don't want to, I don't want to tell you guys my feelings about fascism in, in America and how long it has persisted for, and I, and I'm, and, and I'm so dumb, I'm so dumb, I was, God, I got, I got my fucking ass ratioed, I got ratioed so bad, I'm gonna have to tell you what it is, because if, if I spend the whole time being like, I got ratioed, I got ratioed, you're gonna be like, what the fuck did he do? And all I did was something stupid about, oh God, about the Scorsese Coppola Marvel stuff. I'm just, I'm just an idiot. And I, I, for, I just forget that other people can see that not everyone like speaks Alejandro and, 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 and that there's, and that there's, I'm sorry, but that, and that the internet is filled with fucking assholes who are mean and cruel and, uh, not, uh, <laughs> but, but I'm not, but I'm, I, ugh, okay. So. What I what I'm saying is like it's not 
it's you can't it's not like 1951 you know like it's you you can't like put a you can't put like a little bauble in a child's hand and go like look like you shake the eight ball and it advises you what to do a child would like spit in your face you know like a, a child would be like when a child would be like when is this machine going to like offer to give me an orgasm you know like <laughs> i'm sorry i'm sorry um <laughs> So I'm sorry to be crass and, and cynical about our world, but like the putting putting these tropes together and on screen in 2018, there is something like not not quaint, but like just late like lazy, just like woeful and lazy, and 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 certainly you know like if we're talking about like oh god, just how does a movie get made? How does anything, you know, like, I I, I don't know anything about the film industry. I'm, I just have feelings. I am an empath. I'm a feeler. <laughs> I am an artist. I am not, I, listen, I'm sorry, I'm not saying I'm not responsible for anything I say, but I'm responsible, I'm, oh, all right, so the happy time, let's, let's just, let's, let's just go. Let's, I say this every episode, reporting from from the swamp from this have you guys ever seen the movie hatchet we're not doing a halloween episode god i just my hope is that i my hope is that i don't i don't come across any uh, uh you know alligators or worse <laughs> you know they say this swamp is haunted by alligators and worse um so Phil Phillips is the name of the puppet in the Happy Time Murders. And the movie begins, oh, I can't believe this is also the first thing I have to tell you about the movie. So this is like a one, two, three punch of movie. Because it's like, so it's like puppets who do adult things. Bam, strike one. Hard-boiled detective novel a la Raymond Chandler. Like, Raymond Chandler stories are from the fucking 40s. And they're great. I, 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 will, I will admit to you guys I actually really, really like Raymond Chandler stories, and they, like, remind, like, I have a really good, like, associated sense memory of Raymond Chandler stories, which is hanging out at Pronto Pizza and Grill, R.I.P. the Pizza Bar, um, which was a half bar, half pizza place in, just off of Times Square, where it was, like, one big establishment, but it was, like, divided by this little sort of just three-foot-tall cement thing. And on one side, it was literally a bar. And on the other side, it was a pizza place. But the pizza place had a beer tap. I'm, I'm such a fucking alcoholic. But the pizza place had a beer tap. And they would sell you beer in pizza cups, like soda cups. So you could get like 32 ounces of Blue Moon for five fifty-three. And yes, I remember that number. <laughs> uh, and so I would go there. It was like the only place that I could write. Like I would go to pizza bar and I would get myself two like big bready slices of pizza and I would drink myself, you know, like a bunch of beer and I would read Raymond Chandler novels and, and Raymond Chandler stories. I wrote, you know, I wrote like my first pilot there. It was, it was uh, you know, RIP pizza bar. Hey, RIP uh, the good things about 2014. <laughs> um, let me, I'm crossing myself right now. Um, but, 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 uh, what was I, oh yeah, so it's, uh, it's, it's, but, but detective stories, people have been doing detective story plots, like, there's, like, episodes of Next Gen where, you know, like, where, where Picard, it's like a, it's like a, like, cops and robbers sort of, I mean, it literally is a cops and robbers sort of thing. I was trying not to say cowboys and Indians because that's, 
because I don't want to interact with that trope. Um, and I, and I feel awkward about even having used that word, uh, but which I, well, because, because I'm uninformed, not because I, you know, um, but it's just, I mean, I'm, I'm sorry for taking so long to, I, I, God, I always take a fucking year to say what I could, could be said in one sentence, but just like a, a detective story these days, it's just like, it's hacky. It's just, it's, it's, it's hacky string too. And then... So Phil Phillips, he's driving around town in his car. He's a puppet, and he's looking out the window, and his voiceover's like, these days, well, the only thing I can be sure of is that society hates us. And here's the third thing you need to know about this movie. Society in the Happy Time Murders is racist against puppets. That puppets experience, like racism you know like i i I mean and it feels like it's done for it it feels like it's not done in service of anything really respond like it's not it's not done to make like a point about racism it's done it's done in the same way that when you see a puppet like fucking you're like oh that's a puppet doing an adult thing like when you see like a puppet experiencing like systemic oppression there's literally there's there's so many scenes in this in this in this movie where where people are like call him like puppet slurs they call him like felt felt face i mean they don't call him felt face <laughs> they don't call him felt face i'm sorry but like they call him slurs and they're and they like they're like oh yeah all puppets are like born criminals like there's this like there's there's even this like puppets being like <sighs> but 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 it's all sort of presented to you not to it kind of reminds me of bright a little bit too like it's you're 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 not and and i don't know if it would be better if this were the case i don't know if it would be better if it were like your your high school production of shakespeare where it was where they're like hey like what this version of this play is gonna take place in uh in the in (laughs) i don't i don't even want to start putting together that 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 analogy uh for myself um because I feel like I've already kind of dug myself into like a weird hole with this, but there's like lots of shots of like cops throwing puppets up against walls and like arresting them for no reason and stuff. And like treating puppets as though their like role on earth is like just to like function as entertainers and, uh, you know, subjugating and oppressing, uh, like, and, and, it's all done in service of like cheap attempts at laughter. Like it, when, when Melissa McCarthy like uses the call calls him like a dirty puppet or whatever, it feel, it really does feel like you're, and, and there, and it, but you know, like this plot line is, it runs in the entire storyline. It's not, it's, it's not just like, this is a, a joke. <sighs> It's, oh God, I can't believe I'm getting so bogged down. And like, this is not a complicated movie and no, and, and not, and, and there wasn't, I have already put more thought into this than the people, like literally it just feels like it just, fuck, it just, and I don't mean to make assumptions about people who are making, like, I don't mean to make assumptions about like the process. I don't mean to make assumptions about like the, but it really does feel like it's, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, like, society is, like, racist against puppets. Like, what if all the stuff that we see, like, 
you know, that we, that we see in our society about like racism, like police brutality and stuff directed against like oppressed communities and people of color. Like what if that were all directed against like puppets? Wouldn't that be like funny? And the answer is, I'm sorry, not to make myself fucking judge, judge, judge Grump, you know, obvious judge Grumpus, but no, it's not. No, it's not funny. That's, I, I don't think that's, I don't think it's particularly funny. I think maybe it just, it just feels like fucking teenager sketch comedy. Like it feels like being a teenager and, and being like at summer camp and, and you're like writing a sketch and like all, the only thing that like everyone can agree on is like, oh, but like, what if, um, uh, crayons oh god I, I i'm just going back to like when i was uh, at a summer camp that had like a sketch comedy program and we would like i was in so many sketches that were called like crayon rehab and the sketch was like a bunch of people who are like addicted to, to crayons as though they have like an illicit affliction and that's what this movie is. But it's rated fucking R. And it's disgusting. So it's not a kid's movie. These, like, lowest common denominator, laziest of the lazy jokes, this, like, one, two, three punch of laziness can't even be directed at our dumbest, most useless members of society, children. Um, who... <laughs> It has the, the the reason no one watched this movie is that everyone who was allowed to watch it was like, I don't want to watch a fucking octopus jerk off a cow's udders. It's so so like I don't even I, I feel conflicted about even beginning to describe the plot of this movie because it's going to take so long. And uh, hang hang on just hang on just one second. I oh. I, I, hang on. Oh, oh God. Oh, no. Hey. Oh, shh, shh, shh. I'm being pursued by uh, uh, Victor Crowley of the independent horror film Hatchet. I, oh, I, I, God, my commitment to not having a Halloween episode has caused me to put myself in such danger. Let me... Let me get down into this, into this, uh, into this little hole, this dark, dank pit. Surely there's no uh, monster who lives in here and that is simply absent for the time being. Who will let me just uh, cover this weird? Uh, it's like a, it's like a. How do I not know the word manhole cover? And I'm always going in and out of holes these days. <laughs> All right. Um, so Phil Phillips. God, I haven't even really started, have I? Jesus. He gets to his, he's a private detective and he gets to his office in the morning and he like, a bunch of, a bunch of like, <laughs> a bunch of white kids are roughing up a puppet in front of his office. And like, he's like, hey, he like beats the shit out of one of them. Um, and it's like, like watching a puppet like beat up a teenager is fun one time. Watching a pup, like watching a puppet, like, I don't know, I, <sighs> So, so he goes into his office and he's a hardball detective stereotype. He's like foul, but because it's also like this movie, like turns it up. It's like worse than Ted. Honestly, I can't believe I just said that. Yeah. Happy time murders is significantly worse than Ted in terms of the disgusting dialogue department. And I didn't even really write any of it down. 
Like, oh God, had I been more attentive, I maybe I would have, but I don't even want to remember the things that he says. So, so every human actor in this movie, every character in this movie played by a human is just so incredible and amazing. Maya Rudolph is uh, Phil Phillips' assistant, and um, the two of them have some like disgusting back and forth dialogue, and he goes into his office, and like, I'm in my notes, I'm already like furious of the, at this movie, because he's, there's like a gorgeous puppet in his office, and she's like the, you know, she's like a, um, a, a, a the stereotype of this, in this, in this um, hardball detective world of like, Oh, she was like a hot lady. Like she's, she was, she's like, I'm a nymphomaniac and I've received a letter threatening to, um, reveal that I'm a nymphomaniac. I just love fucking, I can't stop fucking. And I want you to help find this person, but also like we should fuck. And he's like, Oh, Hey, I don't want to get involved. Not right now. But so she hires him to like, look into who's threatening to reveal her, her fuck secret. And, um, so Phil goes to like a sex shot. I can't believe I have to start. So he goes to this sex shop to sort of like uh, pursue like a lead. And this is where they show you the octopus jerking off the cow's udders, which makes me so bummed out. And, and oh, it makes me bummed out. So there's an octopus jerking off a cow's udders. And um, he's like questioning some people. And then this uh, an unseen killer walks in and murders everyone with a shotgun. All the, all the puppets, their little heads turn into like puffs of, of white fluff because they're all filled with, with like... I don't know, stuffing or something. And um, so like, you know, it's Phil is the only one left alive and it, it doesn't look great for him, but the cops show up and they <clears throat> work with Phil in conjunction sometimes because he's not allowed on the force because he, <sighs> so he and Melissa McCarthy were partners long ago. And one day Melissa McCarthy was being held at gunpoint by a puppet and Phil, who was like the best shot in the world, missed. And Melissa McCarthy was almost killed and she was injured and her pup her liver had to be replaced by a puppet liver or 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 something along those lines. So like but Melissa McCarthy has a puppet liver and she hates puppets because she like hates herself and she doesn't it's very complicated, but <coughs> but so Phil missed this shot. He accidentally killed like an innocent man with a daughter, or, like an innocent puppet, actually, with a puppet daughter. And so the police commissioner or whatever instituted a code called the Phillips Code, stating that a puppet can never be a police officer because puppets are like criminal by nature and 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 they their loyalty is is they have you know they have they have dual loyalty or whatever. Uh they can't be trusted to actually fight crime. Um and when the regular police show up, Melissa McCarthy walks into the movie. It, Melissa McCarthy immediately makes this movie 500 times more watchable. But she and Phil hate each other. And she's, she, again, all the dialogue is just disgusting. And she's calling him like puppet slurs or whatever. But she thinks this is a robbery gone wrong, which is not the case. Um, and at, at this point, uh, it starts to get really complicated because it turns out that like, Phil and all of these other puppets and like a couple of humans were all on this TV show called The Happy Time Gang when they were like kids. You know, it was like a Sesame Street and it was like the very first popular puppet TV show. It was like a puppet. It was on the puppet television network and it like showed people that like puppets were real people, you know, it like humanized puppets. It's like, it's like in the, in the, in the proverbial civil rights struggle of puppets, this show is like really, really important, um, historically. 
and and all of the people who were on the Happy Time Gang have now been sort of cast to the like corners of the world and all their lives were really like fucked up now. So like some of them, like one of them like owns a chop shop and one of them is Phil. He's, you know, an alcoholic detective and like Elizabeth Banks is um, works in in a strip club and uh, uh, um this other puppet. Oh, and there's one guy who's like, who is really, really wealthy and who uh, really got, you know, has, has become like very, very successful. And <clears throat> so the, basically the plot of this movie is this unseen killer starts killing off all the members of the happy time gang one by one while Phil is there. So the, the move, it, it, it literally, it's like Melissa McCarthy and Phil fight and then Phil like goes somewhere else and oh God, Melissa McCarthy fills up. She, she, she joins Antifa and she pours a milkshake on Phil's car. Um, and so Phil goes home, he's drinking, he drinks whiskey and he's looking, he looks at a bunch of like expositional newspaper clips that, sh that tell you everything that I just told you. And the puppet, there's like so much bad, the puppet racism stuff is really bad. And then, and then, and then, so that night, the rich guy, the rich puppet from Happy Time Gang, whose life w went the went went really really well, as opposed to all the other puppets who sort of have been like struggling, um, he is murdered, and it becomes clear that all of these murders are sort of like meant to make Phil look like the guy who's doing it. He's either like nearby, or he was the last person to see them alive, or he's literally in the building. And every time, like Melissa, oh my God, Melissa McCarthy like bites his dick. Melissa McCarthy tackles him into a hot tub during a crime scene. And oh God, it's such a, and the, there, there's this, the, there's this police commissioner who's, who's like, this is one of those movies, you, you see them a lot nowadays where um, there's just like, no extras, like almost no one who has any lines appears in the movie. You know, like in the 90s, e even in like a comedy, uh, uh, the crime scene would have crime scene technicians, medical examiners. There would be a guy with a stretcher. There would be, you know, like people walking around in the background. In in this movie, in Happy Time Murders, there's like very, very little of that. Everything is very sparse. No one's really around. And it, it it's just like the levels of this universe are... It just feels like a bad comedy sketch. It really, really feels just like a very bad comedy sketch. And and it feels, I, I, I don't know. You know, I've never really been into the Muppets, so I can't really say, like, I've never seen any of the, the good Muppet movies. Um, well, I've seen the Muppet Christmas Carol, which I've never, I don't know what Chris, I've never heard of, of that. I don't know what that word means, but I remember that being a good movie. Muppet Treasure Island was really good. Um... So I guess I've seen those Muppet movies and those are good, but those are kids movies. They're also like reproductions of other stories. Hmm. 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 <laughs> uh, so, so, you know, the, 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 the lieutenant or whatever is like, Hey, you and Melissa McCarthy have to work together. Oh my God. Joel McHale shows up. Joel McHale's in the FBI. He's like, every, all the humans are great. Um, but so everything about, the, Oh God, every, yes. Everything about this movie is just completely obsolete. But, um, Melissa McCarthy and, and, and Phil Phillips now are working together, even though they hate each other. And they go to this other member of the happy time gang. He's, and Melissa McCarthy, because she's got a puppet liver, 
they like make her they initiate her by like making her snort a bunch of like purple sugar which is like for puppets it's like meth or whatever so she gets like all exuded up on sugar she like and she's a she's actually it turns out that she's oh god and this is like exactly like the puppet racism thing it's like it turns out that melissa mccarthy is addicted to sugar like alcoholism like Later in the movie, like, Phil goes to her apartment and he, like, opens the door and there's, like, a bunch of, like, empty maple syrup bottles and shit. Ugh! I'm sorry if that hurt your ears. I'm sorry, but, like, Jesus. But so, Melissa McCarthy, because she's an addict, gets, like, all zooted on sugar. And, and, and in the meantime, the killer, like, murders the guy from the Happy Time gang while Phil is the only witness. So, again, like, the FBI and the cops show up and they're like, Phil, we really think that you did this. And and they start trying to... Uh, so, so, Phil goes back to his office and now he... that The horny puppet lady shows up again and they, like, fuck and they have, like, a dirty like, nasty nudity fuck scene and he comes everywhere he he sprays jizz all over the goddamn room and and the puppet lady is like shrieking and cackling in pleasure and the fbi is like just waiting outside the office to talk to him it is not funny excuse me so then phil goes to see elizabeth banks in the in at the strip club the two of them used to be together and they have this like emotional conversation and then she gets blown up and then the cops show up and now he's like on the lam he knows that the cops like just assume that he is guilty and so he's running away and he breaks into melissa mccarthy's apartment and stays on her couch this is when he sees all her all her maple syrup bottles so he cleans up all of her bottles and like makes her apartment really clean. And she wakes up in the morning and she's like, did you break into my house and clean? Like she, she's great. You know, Melissa McCarthy is great. She's a great actor. She's really, really funny. She's really watchable. And even if you give her not great dialogue and not great stuff, she'll do great with it. But ugh, you know, bad movie. <clears throat> and I feel like, I feel like I should kind of pause a little bit just to mention that like, as this movie is going on, as all this gross stuff is happening, like there's incredible puppet effects occurring, right? Like the, and, and at the end of the movie, you see not like a blooper reel, but a little bit of like a behind the scenes of like the making of some of this stuff and like stuff that I didn't even realize was done the way it was done is like, it's really impressive, but it's, what is it in service of? It's in service of this movie. It's in service of this work of art. It's almost it's almost ghastly. It's almost spoo. It's almost demonic. You know, you know, ghosts. I don't know if you know the difference between ghosts and demons, but ghosts were once people and they died. Demons are just evil energy. And there's something so evil about the energy of like putting all this work, this, all this like puppeteering craft into frankly, an octopus jerking milk out of a cow's udders. Like I, and I'm sorry, like if you hear me say that and you're like, that sounds hilarious then like, I don't know, meet me in the parking lot because fucking Jesus Christ. If you, if you're probably, you're probably the, one of the people who ratioed me. Bam. Oh man. Oh, I feel so good about myself. Getting all, oh, getting back by sub podcasting. <laughs> oh, I'm so sad. I wish I had water. I wish I thought this through well. I'm so thirsty. <laughs> My life. Oh, I'm, I, can I just, can I just whine for a little while? I just, I need a hug. <laughs> Ay, ay, ay. So, 
there's been like another murder that's been kind of traceable to Phil and everyone's like, okay, Phil definitely did this. So now Melissa McCarthy is like aiding and abetting Phil, like hiding him and stuff. And they, I don't even, uh, so they drive out to like find these, uh, I don't know. They, they drive out to find like Ezra and Kara, the kissing cousin. I, I don't even want to add information because you as a, as a listener might pay attention to some of it and none of it is worth your attention. None of it is worth, but, 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 but the, yes, but the puppeteer work is beautiful. The puppeteering is amazing. Amazing. And Brian is really carrying on his dad's legacy, you know? <laughs> hey, if we can all agree on one thing, it's that Brian Henson definitely deserves the success that he's... Well, I guess he directed an incredible bomb. Like, this movie bombed so hard. Let me actually... I'm going to look this up while we have a second here in this uh, spooky little hole. Do you hear, like, a giant spider coming towards me uh, along the walls as I hiss. Hello, Alejandros. That's right. I'm a spider who hisses. Oh, no. I go. Ooh, a spider. Right. Hang on a second. I got to take oh, my oh my blade. It's glow. It's glowing blue. But does that mean orcs or spiders? I, oh, God. God. Wait, stop fighting me. Wait, I have a I have a, I have information. Information, yes, information. The Happy Time murders cost 40 foot of... <laughs> excuse me, excuse me. The Happy Time murders cost 40 to 47 million dollars, and it made 27 million dollars. Oh my God, Spider, that's terrifying. That's almost enough to make me want to do a Halloween episode, but I commit not to doing one, and I'll fight you to the death if you... That's fine, that's fine. No, I... I just wanted to let you, I just wanted to let you know I'm I I really um <laughs> I'm going to be cooking something in the in a little while it's going to smell very heavy so if you if I just wanted to give you an opportunity to leave if you if you wanted to find another place I'm not going to kill you I'm not going to try to kill you but uh, I'm going to have to ask you to kind of clear out cuz I I've well, I've got somebody coming over I've got you know I've got so oh so so you have somebody spider cool well I hope that you and your uh, whoever have a great holiday season. I guess I will emerge out of the hole. Now here I am alone on the outskirts of a swamp once more. Hi. <laughs> um, where else? Where else could I go to? Oh my God! The abandoned toy factory. You know, they shut that place down after one of their dolls came to life and killed a bunch of people. But I'm sure it will be safe for me. Just uh, break break through this chain and... Uh, oh, look. Huh. The dilapidated sign advertising the doll that came to life has been scratched and graffitied in ways that makes the doll look very ominous. That's uh, surely a perfectly fine omen for... Okay, just... Uh, crawl under this section of fencing here and now here I am in a very safe in the in the abandoned toy factory when oh my god all the conveyor belts have started moving and it appears that uh, new dolls are being uh, dipped in wax and, and built in construction some sort of ghostly force has turned on the machines but it seems you know what fuck it let's fi let's finish this episode I'm nothing if not brave.
<laughs> I, I say what I want to say and let the words fall out. Um, but so we, they do, uh, that, uh, Melissa McCarthy and Phil Phillips, they get to know each other. They have a, they have a fucking heart to heart, right? Cause it's two thirds of the way through the movie. So they have a heart to heart and they become friends because Melissa McCarthy's like, I'm an addict. I don't know if I'm a puppet or a human. No one accepts me. I'm not human enough for the humans. I'm not puppet enough for the puppets. I got a puppet liver. I don't know what to do with my puppet liver, but I love sugar. And then, and then, and then they get to the house and the people they were trying to find are already dead. And then the FBI comes there to arrest them. So that, so, so, so the bits that they do in this movie, like all the bits that they do in this movie are like on the level of like a bad improv scene bit but then it's a puppet movie so like in a movie this and this is what's so this is what is so mind-boggling to me is that for a joke to make it into a movie it has to go through so many drafts it has to go through draft after draft of writing then it has to be shot take after take after take and 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 there has to be casting done to make sure that the correct people are saying the, the joke and in the case of this puppet movie often a prop has to be built like there's this so they so so they bring in the like sexy puppet lady who hired um Phil Phillips at the beginning of the movie and she does like a Sharon Stone uncrossing and uncrossing her legs and her like vagina is fully exposed with like purple like puppet vagina hair. They built that prop that bad. What What is how old is that reference? 20, 30 years Thir the, that the, the, the Sharon Stone. What is it? Fatal instinct, basic like. So you had that joke. It went through draft after draft after draft. No one cut. No one went. Maybe not this thirty-year-old joke. Then it was sent to your various departments, and and someone built a puppet vagina and legs that would cross and uncross, and 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 then we sh and, and they shot it over and over and over again. And and it's and and in an improv scene, when you make a joke like that. It takes one second to think about it. It takes one second to say it. And if it doesn't hook on, if it's not a good joke, it is forgotten. It's gone. But in a movie like this, you are investing so much time, energy, and money into this. It's... Oh. And Joel McHale looks at the at her puppet vagina and goes, just like the French. It's What I wrote in my notes is that it's chilling. Uh, and that I don't have anything to say about the death of studio comedy. Oh, man. You know, it is my fault that independent films are dying. And, uh, <laughs> and I'm the enemy of the working class. Oh, man. I got ratioed for... I got ratioed for pointing out that most people aren't rich. Uh, it's, uh, somebody extrapolated my tweet to say... To think... A person in really, really bad faith uh, with a lot, lot more followers who is paid for film opinions... Um, extrapolated from my tweet that I was saying poor people aren't capable of liking real movies and then uh, accused me of saying that to their many thousands of followers and a bunch of people uh, told me that I was remarkably classist and that I hated working people and that poor people were of course capable of liking movies and um <laughs> and I don't know guys I don't know I don't know. I was clearly saying that poor people don't like movies, and I'm not convinced. Okay, so uh, I hate studio comedy. I hate independent films. I, ho I, I wish that every movie. I wish that every movie were just the Disney logo. Actually, like I don't. I love Disney so much. I don't want them to make movies anymore. I want to pay twenty five dollars, go to the theater, and just watch the Disney logo. That's what I was saying. I'm not going to talk about how I was ratioed. I'm not bitter. Everything's fine. <laughs> 
But do you want to hear how the movie ends? I don't even really like, okay. So Phil has been arrested and then Melissa McCarthy and Maya Rudolph team up and they do, oh God, I guess I have to tell you about peel because it's, it's, it's kind of the, er, it's kind of the, the nadir, the, the nader, the nader. <laughs> it's the nader of this, of this, of this movie and of this concept. It's like when we're talking about this, uh, 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 uh concept, uh, where like, it's like the one, two punch of the adult themed puppet stuff. And then the like, oh, it's a hard boiled detective story. So there's a, like a prison a, a prison assault joke done by Maya Rudolph and Melissa McCarthy where they're like, we can't let Phil go to jail. Do you know what they do to ex-cop puppets in there? Do you know what peeloffing is? It's when they take a puppet and remove all his stuffing and then fill him back up with rice pilaf and then they just fuck the rice pilaf until it like becomes like mush. Again, I don't think that's funny and I don't mean, I'm, I'm sorry, I don't mean to like cluck my tongue at you. I don't mean to like waggle my finger at you, but like, Come on, guys. Come on with, come on. Prison, prison rape jokes. Like, come on. No, dudes. Come on. <laughs> I just, wow, that's, <laughs> I can't believe I just went, come on, come on. No, come on. <laughs> but so, uh, 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 there's, okay, there is one thing I have to tell you about this movie that is incredible. Because it's Maya Rudolph now and, and Melissa McCarthy. They're just so, so, so funny. But like, the, the the two of them like team up to go and like break into like the police station or whatever to like free fill or to get some sort of files or whatever. And they like sneak up to the door and Melissa McCarthy is like trying to unlock the door and Maya Rudolph removes a banana from her purse, peels it and just starts eating the banana. But she's still like looking around like she's worried that they're going to get, Melissa McCarthy turns around and was like, are you eating a fucking banana? And she's like, yeah, yeah, no, I, I was, I'm hungry. I want to eat a banana. Like, oh, that's so good. The banana gag is great. Um, but then it so it turns out that the sexy lady puppet who hired um, Phil at the beginning of the movie, who does the legs on crossing and crossing, is the daughter of the puppet who accidentally Phil shot 20 years ago. I can't believe it was 20 years ago. It's such a dumb, it's so dumb that it was 20 years ago, but fine. So 20 years ago, when Melissa McCarthy and Phil were partners and Phil accidentally missed that puppet and the Phillips Code was instituted, the guy who he shot, his daughter grew up to be Sandra, who has put in motion this entire plot and murdered every member of the Happy Time gang to torment Phil psychologically. This was all about revenge against Phil for robbing her of her family and her childhood and, 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 and... Now the movie kind of demands that we interact with it as though it's like an actual mystery with like actual stakes. And I don't, I refuse. I absolutely refuse to, whoa, ah, go, ah, ah, hey, hey, bitch, it's me, Ch Chucky the doll. Ah, I've become built again and imbued with the spirit of Charles Lee Ray using, you know, quest uh, problematic magic, but I've come to murder you. Oh my God, Chucky the doll. Let me hang on. Let me stand on something so he can't get to me. Okay, so I can keep podcasting now. Chucky the doll was very, very, ah, rah, get, you bitch, st hey, stop saying bitch, hey, get, Jesus. Chucky the doll is a sort of primordial fear for me. And I'm very afraid of living dolls. You remember the Annabelle Reloaded episode. But as I grow older, specifically this doll and his crest, get, 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 he's like a little, he's like a little, he's like a, a um, 
an ankle biter. He's like a compy from Jurassic Park: The Lost World. I'm not. A, I'm not afraid of you. He can't. He can't reach me. <laughs> hey, Chucky, what's it like to have all your movies be called comedy horror movies? How do you feel about? You're, you're not a real franchise horror guy. I'll kill you for that. My movies are scary. No, they're not. They're, sc they're scary just because the idea of you're, you're, you're lazy. You're lazy scary. But um, so it turns out that Elizabeth Banks is alive. Who fucking cares? You guys want to see this is what's so toxic about this movie is like, I don't know. I can't imagine walking out of this movie and liking it. And I don't. I don't, and I don't want to be just me, because literally the the tweet that got me ratioed was I was basically saying that like that what frustrated me about Scorsese and Coppola coming out and saying the things that they said about Marvel movies is that to my sensibilities and to my emotions, it felt like the the criticisms that they were leveling were not criticisms of like the industry; they were criticisms of like viewers and. I have struggled for like my whole life with like snobbishness and stuff, and and I and I. The con kind of the conclusions that I've come to is are, are, are like you can't. I, I mean, like it just feels to me saying like, oh, anyone who likes those movies is like not having a real movie experience, or they like bad movies, or they they like crap, or what, or they're participating in something despicable. Like it 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 it, it strikes me as sort of being contemptuous of just like people in general and I don't mean the working class I don't mean that Marvel movies are the movies of the working class I just I just mean that like you know regular people we're, we're not all we don't all own a fucking winery right so when when you're just living your life and you know that Disney sucks I you know I, I know that my entire existence is divided up between several different corporations and that ultimately I don't have nearly as much autonomy over like myself as that as I would like and and the things that I am allowed access to like are very frighteningly sort of you know chokeholded and and allowed forth by by corporate interests but I still like certain things that were made by evil corporations. I like evil art. Some of the art I like is evil. I'm sorry. Some of the art you like is evil. And to, to say to people whose lives are, you know, not, not necessarily miserable, but like, you know, life sucks. Life is shitty. You know, if, if a movie makes you happy, who the fuck is fucking Coppola to tell you that you're an idiot for it? That's, that's kind of where I'm at. But I certainly didn't mean to come off like I was defending Disney. And now, oh, God, and now today I, I just I feel like such an idiot, too, because like now Bob Iger is like, why my movies are better than your movies. Bob Iger, you know, oh God, I don't even want to say it. I don't, I, I'm, I'm afraid. I'm afraid to say it. <laughs> but like the, I think the, uh, the the fact that this is is uh, th these, this is an argument between some of the richest and most powerful people in the world. I'm sorry. I'm not trying to make this like a Bernie Sanders thing. I'm not trying to make a comment on class. I'm talking much more about feelings, I think, than... than, than uh, I, I don't know. I mean, maybe there's no way to not be talking about class. But if, 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 if indeed my tweet was super fucking classist and awful, I'm sorry. You know, I tried to respect the ratio. I deleted my tweet. I'm trying not to get back on Twitter and just relitigate it and say, I was actually right. But um, it really, it really fucking sucked getting ratioed, uh, and I, <laughs> and so so a bunch of goons grab Phil and they try to throw him into a jet engine. They're gonna sully his good name. They're going to sully his good a jet engine. They're gonna sully his good name. They're gonna throw him into a jet engine.
So you're gonna, <clears throat> they're going to sully his good name. And so this is one of those movies where, uh, 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 yeah, again, there's just no one in it except for the people who talk. Like, now you're at an airport. There's no support staff. There's no one, like, at the gate. There's no one on the tarmac. There's, n- like, the, 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 so they, the good guys win. The good guys win. Phillips confronts Sandra and apologizes for killing her father and stuff. And, you know, Melissa McCarthy, oh, my God, they literally do a does this smell like chloroform to you? She is, she and Phil escape in an ambulance, and then Melissa McCarthy puts chloroform in a rag and says to the tech to the like emt does this rag smell like chloroform to you Ugh. but so uh sandra takes melissa mccarthy hostage and they have the exact sort of take the shot scene that that phil has flashbacks to for the whole movie where he messes up and the phillips code gets instituted he takes the shot this time he shoots sandra in the head which is like i don't know it's like I guess this is like a stupid bone to pick, but like, you know, it's, uh, did the, did the villain of this movie need to be like a woman who uses sex to have power and she needs to die by getting shot in the center of her head? Um, but so now he and Maya Rudolph are hanging out in the back of the ambulance, Phil and Maya Rudolph, and the, the, you know, there's not, there's no emergency workers around them, but Phil asks Maya Rudolph out, which like didn't, I, I get, okay, fine. All right. And Melissa McCarthy's like, hey, now we're friends. And so Joel McHale drives up and he's like, hey, I'm, I'm the FBI guy. I'm really sorry I tried to get you guys fired. Really sorry I tried to get you arrested. And then the lieutenant comes up. Literally, like, it's the most poorly written stuff I've ever seen. It's the most poorly organized shit I've ever fucking seen. It's like one character after another just going up on and li- in a list. And... and, 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 and <laughs> um... <clears throat> And, and just saying, like, hey, you know, my conflict, it's been resolved. Um, but so they repeal the Phillips Code and they reinstitute Phil to the force. And he and Melissa McCarthy are partners again. And everyone's happy. And then the movie ends. And I get to tell you now. The Happy Time Murders is an hour and 18 minutes long. <laughs> Oh man, that is so funny. It's like <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's less than two episodes of a fucking TV show. You it's if you watch two episodes of the West Wing, you've watched more movie than, <laughs> than the Happy Time Murders. Oh god. I'm glad that movie didn't make it. I mean like it, on top of being like a nightmare film, on top of being just like one of the worst, an absolutely shitty, irredeemable film, it's so short, it barely even exists. Oh, that is so funny. I love it. Um, <laughs> uh, hang on, hang on. What do I want to... Mm, what's, the, what's the other... Uh, Cooper... Friday the 13th. Yeah, but isn't there a second? Ah, here we go. Now through Saturday, buy one, get one 50% off select Halloween candy at Target. I'm so angry. But so the end of the movie is... um, It's like... They do I Want Candy. They do like a musical number with the puppets. And then... They show you sort of how the movie got made. They show you like various green screen stuff that was done, like when they're going to sully Phil's good name by throwing him into a a jet engine and sullying his good name. And uh, oh my God, a Pulitzer? I just won a Pulitzer for that joke. Thank you. Um, 
but 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 they like uh, they show you the making of the crossing and uncrossing the legs. They show you like all of the most disgusting parts of the movie, how they actually were masterful achievements of the craft. Um, and so that's that's all I've got to fucking say about the Happy Time Murders. But I just want to say, oh my god, the thunder, it's begun to rain on me and there's lightning and yeah, it's, it's, well, it's begun to rain inside this toy factory. I, I don't know where Chucky the murderous doll is, but it's suddenly all of the ghosts of uh, all of this, all of the, everyone who I um, took advantage of in life, everyone who I wronged or eluded, uh, who I deceived or stole from, all swirling around the room, pointing their accusatory fingers at me. I won't do it. I won't do Halloween content. Oh my god. I'm so fucking tired. I'm so tired. I, I, th these episodes, I, I, they need to end with, they need to end. I need, to, I, hang on a second, hang on. Bring. Bring. Alejandro Collini. It's me, Tobin Bell, the Jigsaw Killer. What's happening? Hey, Tobin Bell, the Jigsaw Killer. I'm so sorry to, to bother you guys. You, I'm actually holding my phone to my ear. I don't... I, it's like, come, listen, I just... I'm All the spirits of everyone I've wronged are swirling around me. Everyone's mad at me for not doing a Halloween episode. I just... I don't want to... I don't want to interact with the holidays. I can't... I'm not... I'm not able to do it. I'm not able to handle it. Well, you, Alejandro Collini, I want to play a game. Follow your gizzard. Don't let anyone make you be anything you don't want to be. Thank you. Thank you, Tobin. That makes that makes me feel great about myself. And you also need to figure out your throat. I, this I, I'm serious. I don't want to get too get too specific, but something's you know it would be a shame if you died for a different reason than the reason you thought you were gonna die. Well, would it? Well, all right, okay. Well, it's been a, okay. I under, it's been a hard seventy two hours, and you're covered in swamp water. And <sighs> look. Would it be? Would you want to hang out tonight and and you know we'll watch uh, Friday the Thirteenth Part Six? Uh, yes, yes, that sounds great. You know what? Why don't you come over around seven? We'll watch Friday the Thirteenth Part Six and uh, hang hang on just one second. Can I can I put you on with with one of these? Do you have demons? Do you have a representative? I'm gonna put you on with the main demon. Okay. Yes, of, of course, Alejandro Collini. I'll see what I can do. So now, in the interest of realism, you guys are me, so you can't hear the conversation that's going on. But if I can just describe, the interior of the toy factory is reverting back to its original sparkling condition. The demons are sort of disintegrating, not in like a Thanos dust way, but more in like a <laughs> like a Microsoft uh, pixels in like the 90s kind of way. Uh, I, uh, uh, um, uh, my, my clothes have become, uh, what am I wearing? Uh, what am I wearing? I'm wearing a, a beautiful suit. I look incredibly hot. I'm extremely fuckable, but, uh, but, 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 but I'm still empty, but there's still, <laughs> yep. That's, that's the end of this episode. Fuck. Yeah. Fuck it. Fuck it.
That's the end of this episode. Great review and subscribe. Come to somebody please take our haunted home exercise equipment. October 29th, 8 p.m. at the Pine Knox Rock Shop, hosted by me and Ryland Duncan. We've got incredible fucking comedians. We've got an incredible home equipment, home exercise equipment system. The comedy that I do will be written. There will be none of this of this of this garbage. Uh, 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 send me suggestions. I can't wait to apologize for this episode next week. And I will, and I just want to say one thing. I am not going to do holiday episodes. There are no, I've never heard of, of holidays. There are no holidays in November. There are no holidays in December. Goodbye.